Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. He is just simply the best. He is the mad dog, Christopher Russo. It's Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Lots of Packers talk, lots of Aaron Rodgers talk today, as you would expect. Mr. Russo joins us right now, of course, of Mad Dog Unleashed on Sirius XM Channel 82 and from his Wednesday appearances on First Take. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Uh, good morning. And the Texas Rangers are flying. The Steelers <laughs> might be halfway decent. So not a bad little run for my former producer at WFAN. Christopher Carlin. Uh, good morning. Time, okay. Good morning. Not good bad. Morning. Yes, good morning. Not good bad. Morning. Let's start with uh, the team that people, a lot of people may not know that you grew up a fan of, and that's the Packers, Chris. We were talking about this this morning. You know, you think about the Packers, 22 of the last 30 years, you've been in the playoffs, you've had two quarterbacks, and then the 25 years before that, since Super Bowl two, you made the playoffs twice. Are the Packers with the way things are going with Jordan Love, about to enter another one of those darkness periods? Yeah, that's an excellent question. I don't think anybody knows, and if anybody tells you that they know what Jordan Love's going to do, they're lying to you. Uh, you know, I understand the Packers see him in practice, so they may have a feel, but until we see him in games with some pressure, who has any idea? Now, I'm not going on an Eagle game last year when he threw a touchdown pass. And to be fair to him, I won't go on a Chief game a couple of years ago when he was more than hideous in Kansas City when Rodgers was out. So uh, the jury is still out with him. And Matt LaFleur, who is not exactly uh, Vince Lombardi, we will find out about him too. The special teams of LaFleur have been awful. He cost them that San Francisco game that two years ago when their special teams was beyond dreadful. Um, and, you know, he just worries about his little offense. Uh, it doesn't coach the whole team. But the bottom line is Green Bay, they're in a bad division. Uh, you know, uh, who knows on Detroit? They should be decent, but you can't bank with Jared Goff. The Bears, I'm not sure about the quarterback yet. I know everybody thinks Fields is going to be great. I got to see it. I got to see when he has to throw the ball. In the whole, everybody in the building knows it. And he has to throw the football and complete passes. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that. He's a great runner. But, you know, you're not going to run yourself to uh, a Super Bowl championship. And, of course, you know, the Vikings, uh, you know, Decent, good team. You know, uh, Cousins probably a little underrated. Jefferson's wonderful. But there's always something that gets in the way with Minnesota. You know, they've been around forever and never won a Super Bowl. Always, you know, last year the Giant game, there's always something that picks them off. So that division's winnable. Um, you know, and Green Bay's relatively well balanced. But we're going to find out about this QB. Because if anybody tells you they know what he can do, they're lying to you. Nobody knows. The Packers don't know. You and I don't know. Chris Collinsworth doesn't know. Oh, Chris, he's been there for three years, though. I think they have an idea of what he is. Well, until you get into the cauldron of a season (laughs) and get into these games, how do we know how he's going to respond? I I think, listen, a lot of times these guys get on the field based on what they can do in practice, and they have been pumping them up for three years and and went through this whole mess with Rodgers because of him. So he better be that guy. He better be, but you're confident that Jordan Let me ask you this way. Yeah. Uh, what are the Packers? About nine and a half with the over under? Yeah, I think would it's something like that. Would you put money on them? Uh, I would, would not. Would you put money on them? I would not. Uh, and why wouldn't you? Because you're not sure about the quarterback. I'm very not sure about. No, listen, I don't think he's going to be great. That, that's my take right now. I don't think he's going to be great. I don't know it, but I, I think that 
if we, you know the Packers could have ended this a lot sooner with Rodgers, and they chose to ride it out. All right, let's move to let's move to Rodgers himself. Are we making too much of this leadership thing when we're in training camp here with the Jets? Uh, you know, uh, let's be fair to Rodgers. He's got a little something to prove because he wasn't great last year. Postseason for San, for Green Bay, some, he was very bad against Green against San Francisco. Not great against Tampa in that championship game. I mean, Brady threw a million interceptions, and he couldn't capitalize. But he's been great here with the Jets. you got to be fair. Um, I know he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Uh, now, he is bright, but he's been, he restructured his contract. He did all the, you know, the OTA nonsense, the camps. He's been positive with Zach Wilson, although Wilson probably doesn't have a future there. Um, the team loves him. He's been good to the media. You know, he shows up at Ranger and Nick playoff games. What the heck, Taylor Swift at the MetLife, he went hmm. there too. I mean, he sat there and he made sure he watched the 30 for 30 on the Mets. Gotham back in 86, you know, the 86, that yeah. 80s Mets teams. He told us that he watched that too. So he's done everything to embrace himself in New York. So you got to give him credit for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I figure he's got something. He's got plenty left. Do I think he's going to be where he was in his prime? We're going to have to wait. He is 39 years old. We're going to have to wait and see on that. And the Packers have a, and the Jets have a very hard schedule. That first seven or eight games is brutal. Chiefs, Cowboys, obviously Buffalo right out of the gate. At Denver now ain't going to be easy. They got a hard schedule. Eagles, but, uh, you know, listen, if he played, they got a good defense. They were 7-4 and four last year without a quarterback. Brees Hall's there week one. I would be shocked as strong. I would be very surprised if the Jets are not a playoff team. Very surprised. The very I think fr- you feel the same way. Uh, the very, I, I'll be shocked if they're not in the playoffs. It's just it's going to be a disappointment if he does not uh, win a Super Bowl oh, here absolutely. in the next couple of years. Uh, well, uh, listen, I, I think I think the key question, Chrissy, is what do you do? If, what is a – for this year, what is a barometer if you're a Jet fan? You make the playoffs, the it's playoff a good game? year. You may, but I'll tell you All what, right, if you went- but I'll say this, you make the playoffs and he has a season – uh, numerically, similar to what he did last year. But here's my thing, Chris. 40 years old, not everybody's Tom Brady, and I know he had the injury last year, but I don't want to hear about it. Like, I can't guarantee that he's going to get it. I know he's motivated, but is he going to definitively play like he did a couple of years ago? I don't expect 34 no, and 5, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know that. But uh, I think if, a, if I asked a Jet fan, what is something you can live with this year, I'm going to go one step further than playoffs. I'm going to see you win a playoff game. Get to Kansas City, get to Cincinnati, get to Buffalo in a divisional round, and scare them. If they do that, if you're a Jet fan, you got to be happy that that was a very good year. He's going to be there two more years most likely, and maybe you can figure out a way to make a run next year, although he's going to be a year older. But maybe you can make it, figure out a way to make a run next year. They should be pretty good. I mean, geez. I mean, they should be. I mean, they got a lot of good yeah. players. Yes, they, they do. They got a good defensive line. They got Gardner at the defensive side. They got a good linebacker with Mosley. Wilson's very good. You know, Lazard, he loves Hall. I mean, their offensive line isn't, uh, you know, it's a little questionable, but hey, he's halfway decent. My God, how are they not going to win 11 games? You tell me. Go Chris- ahead. Christopher Russo, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series XM, Channel 82 with us. Carlin in for Greeny. Uh, Chris, is Shohei Otani the best baseball player you've ever seen? Well, I didn't see Ruth, so I guess I have to say yes. Um, I didn't see – I mean, he's not Ruth. I know the way he wants to say he's the greatest player of all time. No, he's not. He's not as good a hitter as Ruth, and he's not as good a pitcher as Ruth. No, he's done it together 
at the same time. But Ruth would have done the same thing if he was a DH and they had the DH back a long time ago. Um, listen, he's tremendous. He's got a million home runs. He's pitched great. Um, I got a funny feeling he might stay there. Who knows? I, I, you know, I know he loves it there. He likes living on the ocean. Uh, the Angels have done a pretty good job of trying to surround him this year, at least, with some players who maybe they can make the postseason, or they probably won't. I mean, the guy's had it. You know, he's great, and you know, everybody likes him too. You know, he's not a big fuss in the locker room. He kind of seems like he's busy. He's one of the guys, um, and he's had an incredible. I mean, let's face it. He's got you know. He's every time he goes out there and pitches, if he doesn't have cramps or a busted fingernail, pitches really well. And he's got what's got forty homers. And he hit one last night. How many homers did he yep, have? Right forty. No, he had forty. Forty homers. I mean, he's going to hit fifty homers. Yeah. So he's going to hit fifty homers with an ERA and pitch one hundred and fifty innings with an ERA of three two five or right around there. That's pretty good. I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, there is not that many guys who can do that. Now, do I think he's the best hitter? No. In the sport, I think judges. Do I think he's the best pitcher? Garrett Cole is. No, I do not. But as far as doing both, I uh, you know, I mean, he's as good as he gets. Now, remember, Ruth was going to be a Hall of Famer as a pitcher, and he's the greatest hitter of all time. So, I mean, you got to keep that in mind. Everybody says, oh, come on, Bambino, who cares? The period of time. He out-homered leagues. Forget that. He out-homered the freaking league. He hits 50 homers, and he hits 60. So you got to keep that in mind with Ruth. And I'm a Ruth guy, but uh, I mean, listen, uh, let's not be silly here. Otani's a hell of a player. Uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo with us. I got a couple of more for you. Uh, number one, Will Texas make the playoff. Will Texas win the division? You better, there, folks. He's a huge Rangers fan. Huge. Will they win the division? I do not talk about it a ton on the air. They better. I mean, and I like the fact that they went all in on Scherzer, uh, even though you know I would have rather have seen it be Verlander. I'm not sure Scherzer looked okay after the first inning yesterday, uh, but. Listen, they, they better. It's, it's come together quicker than they thought, and I give them credit for doing what they have done so far. But, you know, 2011 David Freeze still stings. I'm not going to lie. Ron Washington, <laughs> yeah, get Nelson Cruz out of right field for Pete's sake. Uh, anyway. Oh, that's another thing. That was a bad play. Oh, my 100%. God. I never ta- I'll never uh, forget yeah, talking I- to Chris the day after that game six loss, and he's like, you're done. It's over. <laughs> you can't come back from this. The only team that... The only team that ever lost a game like that in a game six that came back to win a game seven. The Giants didn't do it in 02. Your team didn't do it. The Reds did. Lost 75 yeah. with Fisk, his homer, and came yep. back the next day to win. Great That's point. Go ahead. Uh, Brian Cashman, Chris, when is he ever going to be held accountable here? Well, I, here's the problem. Listen, Cash is a great GM, but he's been here for 25 years. I mean, I, I, this is, this uh, is my I mean, point. I mean, we can go I mean, through chapter and verse years. on the pitching he screwed up on. Yeah, I mean, and they don't develop any 25 years as a general. I mean, 25 years. I mean, uh, you know, Carson wasn't on 25 years, for crying out loud. <laughs> and they haven't been, and they haven't won a World haven't been to a World Series since 2009. Yeah, I, it's too long. He would not have lasted this long if George was in his prime, that's for sure. Now, that's good and bad. Uh, and he's a hell of, and this is not really a, an indictment on the fact that he's, he's a good GM. They make, they're in the mix every year. Now, they got a $300 million payroll, but they're in the mix every year. But, I mean, but in but 25 years, uh, that is way, way, way too long. And Boone isn't Miller Huggins either. Let's be honest. That's all I like to see it. Uh, Brian, has be- listen, Brian has become the fifth Steinbrenner. Let's be honest. 
Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah there's something to that. Everybody and I is. love uh, Boone's a great guy, but uh, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Boone is not a guy. Again, I mean, you know, he's been here a long time. You know, they got rid of Girardi, and Girardi won a championship for crying out loud. I mean, my God, uh, in 2009. Yeah, uh, I think there is a, um, uh, you know, the statute of limitations. Now, that, nothing's going to happen, Chris. He's not going anywhere. No, I know. So he's going to be in another 25 years. It's not like he's going anywhere. I don't care what they do. Just got a I new contract. He's saying. Yep. He just signed a new one, and so did Boone. Boone's there forever. Christopher. So, I mean, and I know that drives the Yankee fan crazy, but that's just – and I don't think the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. They're dangerous, and I never count them out, but I don't think they're going to get in. So, from that standpoint, I don't, it's going to be a tough winner for uh, – for Hal and the Yankee fans. Uh, Christopher Mad Dog. Which Cri- makes you happy. <laughs> Christopher and you too. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Mad Dog Russo with us. Of course, Carlin in for Greeny. All right. Uh, last one before I have a little fun with you. Uh, what happened, Jimmy Trainer, this week? I'm reading about you retiring soon. What's going on? Uh, you know, uh, Jimmy, I did this spot with Jimmy because we have this little event today. And Jimmy said, uh, I've been hearing these whispers. I am 64 years. I'm not retiring, but I'm 64 years of age. I mean, the, Chris, you look I mean, 50 at, at most. Point. You're you're in unbelievable uh, shape for people who don't know. Like if Chris doesn't get a six mile run in in the morning, he is he is useless useless at times. <laughs> well, here is here is really, really here's the big key. I have four kids, and they're all out of the house beginning August 28th. Do you think Jeannie Russo wants to sit in Connecticut? When I'm bouncing around talking sports in my third floor attic or breaking down Chargers and Chiefs yeah, about- uh, Friday morning after a Thursday night game, screaming out the window, you know, about something that uh, Brendan Staley did. <laughs> so from that standpoint, it is, I mean, it, 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 I have to reassess it a little bit. Because, uh, you know, at the end of the football season, you got to be fair. I'm 64, enough. I got to reassess it a little bit. I don't know what it might mean. It's too early. It's too, I don't want to sit there and, make this a big deal but i mean he asked me the question that's why i brought it up and i love trainer he's my fifth son so from that standpoint <laughs> uh, fourth son and yeah you've only got four ca- four son, uh, like three it. sons <laughs> yeah he's my fourth Good and morning. i love trainer but yes um i'm not sure what who knows i mean i love Stephen a so i mean i would oh yeah no i'm talking about from the radio yeah. That. yeah i, I yeah, listen the, this is really radio on the mlb network so but here, here's ahead. the other point the fastball is still there. You're not going anywhere. Let's keep it where it is. All right, let's have a little fun. Three quick questions. I call it the lightning round. It's coming at you. Here we go. It's time for the Canty and Carlin lightning round. Okay, welcome to the super awesome bonus lightning round. All right, Christopher, three quick questions for you. Number one, people know huge music fan, huge Springsteen fan, you know, he'll go see Steely Dan too. Don't let it, don't let him fool you. Here's my question: Kira Russo comes to you, Dad. Take me to the Taylor Swift concert. Will you go? Yeah, absolutely. Now she did go with her friends. Uh, graduation present at MetLife. Um, you know, she did graduate Notre Dame. I had to do. I had to give her something. So uh, we she did we we <clears throat> did send her to MetLife. But yes. Yes, I, I I would probably if she insisted that I show up, I would have to I'd have to stomach it. Yes, I'd go. That's one. Go ahead. Three and a half hours. Uh, number two. <laughs> Forty four songs. Not one I know. That's a problem. Yes, sir. Number two for fans who do not know, Christopher is a travel savant. I am going to paint a scenario for me. You tell me how to get it done. All right. All right. November eleventh. Yes. 
Rutgers at Iowa. Noon game. Iowa City. It's week 12 NFL. Let's say that I get the San Francisco-Jacksonville game 1 o'clock next day. How am I getting from Iowa City to Jacksonville in time? Maybe Rousseau Air. Uh, Wheels (laughs) Up will get you there. That is a rough stretch. Uh, Well, it's an early game. First off, Rutgers will lose 56-0, which will also – no, that they can't Well, it's Iowa. They won't score. (laughs) Yeah, so 17-0. No, Um, we will put uh, some points up. Relax. No, I'll give Shiano a field goal. Um, So maybe – how far is Ames – the only way you're going to do it is get to Chicago. you got to go Cedar – got to go Cedar Rapids is about 35 miles away. Cedar Rapids to where? I, I don't know. I'm talking about like biggest airport, Cedar Rapids, about 35 miles away. Well, and then you got to go Cedar Rapids, Chicago, Jacksonville. Now, here's what I'm going to hope for. The travel right now in America on these planes is a disaster. <laughs> so I hope you get to Cedar Rapids and you get to the airport and get to Chicago. But you wake up the next, uh, but then you get the late flight, Chicago to Jacksonville. There probably is one, but the pilots have timed out. So as a result there... You're stuck at O'Hare trying to get to Jacksonville the next day, but you can't go on Saturday night because of the, of, of the, of the they've timed out. And you're going to O'Hare, you and your big body, running around at our airport trying to figure out a way to get to – and Jacksonville is not exactly a, 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 a known – it's like two flights a day. Yeah. So that is, something, that is something I will keep an eye on, and I would love nothing better than you to run into that Jacksonville booth late first quarter – as the play-by-play, boy, they get rid of you so fast. <laughs> oh, and I love that. That would be fun. That is tricky because flying today, the airlines are a disaster. Airports are a complete mess, and, uh, and there's no civility with passengers. And I am sure, you know, you, you're a big guy. I am sure. I don't know if you're flying first. So you in the back of the plane in the middle seat, that could be a dicey scenario. You sweating, trying to figure out a way to get to Jacksonville in time for a Niner-Jaguar game. Heard on three stations across America. That's a tricky spot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's I'm a trying to spot. flag down one of those carts in O'Hare to get me to the gate on time. Uh, last one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> last one. Theoretical. I ask everybody this question, Chris. Who wins in a fight between a bear and a shark? <laughs> the shark does. Why would you ask me that? Because, because a lot of people think the bear does because of the hands, and the bear can, you know, do all that. Uh, you know, yeah, that, that shark is slippery. He, he moves, and one bite and a bear shot. Sorry, shark wins. Thank shark you. Shark wins, shark wins. You're yes, the best. Sir. The shark wins. You are the best. He is Mad Dog, Mad Dog Unleashed every day, Series 6. Let's talk about some stories, and you produced Mike and the Mad Dog back in the late 90s. Let's talk about it. Well, all right. Listen, if you, I got the time. If you want to fire away, get, you go ahead and give them your favorite story from our traveling time together. The favorite story for us is that one time uh, Carly and I had to go from Tampa down to uh, Port St. Lucie, Yankees training camp, and then the Mets the next day. And we stopped at a steakhouse uh, in Kissimmee on the way down, you know, a, a nice steakhouse. And the, 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 uh, the lady who served us, I, I swear to God this is true, and this is long before Chris was married, the lady who served us, had her eyes on Carly and she brought the steak out and she, you could tell she wanted to make conversation and she forgot to bring the French fries and Carly had his milkshake and his steak and he didn't have his fries. And after a couple of minutes, 
under his breath, he basically shouted, shut the blank up and give me my fries, <laughs> which is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Funny. That was a funny one. That was funny. Either that or the three Coronas and a cheeseburger at the Hyatt in Tampa when you were told me you want to go on a diet. It was either one or the other. I couldn't have... It was, it, it, it was garlic bread, not fries. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> That's right. It was Good boy. It was gar- That's one story. The other story is we were in oh, Indianapolis, I believe it was. We were in Indianapolis, and Carly was driving me and Mike all over the America. I think it was Indianapolis. It was. All over it America. Was. And Carly screwed up, got lost, and did a U-turn on one of these two-lane highways in the middle of nowhere where if he got hit by a car, uh, we would have been dead because the ambulance wouldn't have been able to find us. And he did a U-turn, and he almost got knocked off. I was in the back. Mike was in the front. And Mike had some choice words for Carly. That was rough. Wasn't, that was rough. Wasn't the, first time, wasn't the first time, wasn't the last. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> yeah, that that was post. a rough one. That was rough. Uh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo always brings it. He is the best, of course, of Mad Dog Unleashed and, of course, of First Take every Wednesday with Stephen A. I, 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 there are so many more, too. Anyway, can't you, it's Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. I'm completely thrown off by a couple of those last stories. We've got, we've got more on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. It's a disappointment if Aaron Rodgers does not win a Super Bowl for the Jets. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Doesn't have to be this year, but if he doesn't, it's a massive disappointment. And I have to say, like earlier, getting a lot of pushback based on the discussion about Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people, including, I think, Cam and Bubba, would think that I have some sort of a vendetta against Aaron Rodgers, that somehow I don't like Aaron Rodgers, and that's not necessarily true. Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Yes, the vibe might be a little bit different than when it's Greeny talking about Aaron Rodgers, and I know what the excitement level is among the Jet fans. All I'm asking is that people just keep it a little bit real when we are jumping through hoops uh, talking about how uh, going all, all out during the preseason, the leadership, everything he's doing. Oh, my God. He, he, Zach Wilson throws a bomb. That was all Rodgers last night. He, he's got this incredible ability to make this team so much better. You haven't played a game yet. And while I understand that he was banged up last season, he finished 26th. In the National Football League, in QBR, Aaron Rodgers, the two-time MVP. You want to talk about who he was playing with last year? Okay. Let's also point out that he didn't show up to OTAs last year. That he didn't really care all that much about the Packers last year. That was very clear. Very clear. And I'm supposed to operate under an assumption that a 40-year-old quarterback is going to continue to play uh, at the MVP level that he was at a couple of years ago. I mean, just to give you an idea of some of the guys that were in front of Aaron Rodgers with QBR last year, Matt Ryan with the Colts, Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, who was god-awful when he was on the field, Andy Dalton, Kyler Murray was 19th in QBR. And everybody's destroying that guy. So all I'm asking is for you to have a little bit of, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Objectivity in evaluating this situation. Got some results here, uh, responses here on Twitter, I should say, that you're just flat out annoyed by this, but I don't know. EP on Twitter. You're on one today. Talking about how bad Rodgers was last year. Still 12th in passing yards, 7th in passing touchdowns with a broken thumb on his throwing hand. Guys, if he's on the field, he's on the field. They get themselves ready to play. Let's not make excuses if they're on the field because they're not supposed to. Uh, Cornelius on Twitter, for the love of God, please, Greeny, come back. Carlin is absolutely destroying your show. He is a hating meathead on Aaron Rodgers. Frank the Tank, you really have a vendetta against Aaron Rodgers. I do not. All I ask is that you look at this with a degree of reality to it. 
888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. John is up on ESPN Radio. John, what do you got today, brother? Hey, Carlin, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. So, a couple. Of, how much time do I got? You got time to make a comment. It's You're here. Go ahead. Right? Okay. John, you cool. have so an hour. Thing. Go to it. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. All right. Uh, first things first. Um, food. Your sandwich issues. Um, I don't understand your extreme hatred with ham. However, I do have to agree with you. That's not in my top five sandwich. Uh, ham is so, disgusting. Let's just put it at that. I, okay? I like ham. It's not in my top five, but I do like ham. It, it is overly salty. I've never tasted a piece of ham that was good. Not once. How, how, did you, how did you not mention roast beef as a top five? Here's the problem. Cold red meat. No. Cold red meat. No. Absolutely not. If we're talking about sandwiches, I need something that tastes good cold. Red meat does not taste good cold. To me, does not. All right. All right. All right. Because I was going to give you my number one go-to, which is uh, chicken cutlet with American cheese, mayonnaise, hot sauce on a roll, heated up. All right. That's acceptable. Appreciate the call. That's acceptable. Okay. Chicken cutlet, hot sauce. Here's the other problem. You got two condiments on there. With mayo and hot sauce, but I'm going to allow it. Why? Here's why. Because if you put chipotle mayo on there or sriracha mayo on there, that's almost the same thing. Edward, up next on ESPN Radio. Edward, what's going on? Hey, good morning, brother. Um, uh, Reuben, all day long. I'm from the South, but give me a Reuben on toasted rye all day long. All right, that's um, solid. I'm not going to argue got- with that. I've got uh, I've got some extended uh, family that are Jets fans, so I'm happy for them. But I agree with you. If the Jets don't make the playoffs, it's a bust. And I'm tired of hearing of, uh, about Aaron Rodgers. Good grief! I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers. Play football and move on. Thank you. Listen, if if the Jets don't make the playoffs, it's not a disappointment. It's an absolute disaster. That's not going to happen. I, I would be shocked. If something happened where the Jets did not make the playoffs this year, something went horribly awry. Whether it's an injury, whether it's a, a, a defense that just was not nearly as good as it was last year when they are counting on it, um, whether it's Rodgers just not being anywhere near the player he was two or three years ago, that's what would have to happen. Making the playoffs is... The minimum. And everybody will be happy. Everybody will be happy if the Jets make the playoffs this year, and they should be, because it's a major step forward for a team that has been off in the wilderness, or the darkness, if you will, for quite some time. But if they make the playoffs and Rodgers is playing average football, then we got a problem. Because it's about the next two years. He's already committed to that. It's about the next two years. And that is the time frame in which the Jets have to win a Super Bowl. I just don't want to operate under an assumption that he is capable of continuing to do this just like Tom Brady. Please name the other athletes, the other quarterbacks that have done it at this level 
at that age. George Blanda, okay, never saw him play. I can't sit here and give you a proper evaluation. Brady's really been the only one who's been able to do it. I mean, does this... It's a heck of a lot of expectations. You know where else there were a lot of expectations? Denver. How'd that work out for you? Mo, next. ESPN Radio. Mo, what do you got? Hey, man, you know, I'm an older guy. I've been watching NFL for a long time, so I think everybody needs to temper their expectations about winning a Super Bowl, even when you get a superstar. Uh, I'm a Carolina fan, Panther fan, and we watched Cam Newton come in with all the hype, and we had plenty of expectations. But, man, it's, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. It's hard, and we get we get jaded because somebody wins a Super Bowl every year. But we get jaded with our own team saying, yeah, we can do it, we can make it, we can make it. So I think everybody just needs to step back, watch the game, and, you know, have fun. There's a lot of hope involved, but, you know. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. That's incredibly Pollyanna. I get it. Yeah, of course it's hard to win a Super Bowl. I know that. You know how I know it? The Jets haven't won one in 50 years. That's why the expectations are there when you bring in a player of Aaron Rodgers' caliber during his career. I think you're out of your mind if you're going to sit there and just assume that he's going to be great. If he's good, good. If he's good, the Jets are going to be fine this year. But what you need to know is that he's still capable of being very, very good. Doesn't even have to be 35 touchdowns, four interceptions. Doesn't have to be the league MVP. Give me 4,000 yards. Give me 30 touchdowns. Give me 10 picks. That'd be amazing. I think, it, I think it's possible, but I'm not operating under an assumption that it is a lock. Tune in to an NL West battle tomorrow night as the Padres host the Dodgers. Coverage begins 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? It is a segment that America waits for each and every week. It is Bubba. It is who you got. It is our friends at Granger getting it done. Bubba, the floor is yours. All right, who you got brought to you by Granger. And with football officially back, let's talk pregame rituals. And I got a few of them I'm going to throw at you here, and we'll talk about it. Mm. Josh Allen throws up before every game. Harrison Smith does a shot of hot sauce. Justin Tucker laid his uniform out in the shape of a person. That's weird. Jason Kelsey listens to Christmas music. And George Kittle reads a letter from his dad. So who you got as your favorite pregame ritual? Uh, Justin Tucker sounds like a serial killer. Uh, I'm not going to... Laying out your entire outfit in the shape of a human just sounds weird. Yeah, that's odd. But he is the greatest kicker in the history of the league. So I think we... Probably going to side there. Kelsey, let me tell you something. Spent a year in Philly. I wouldn't say that I know Jason Kelsey, but I spent a little time with him. Actually did in a an event with him and his now wife uh, in a very small uh, setting. There's not a better guy around, and it's just hysterical that he would be listening to Christmas music to pump him up. Every other uh, professional football player I have ever asked about what song they need to pump them up before the game. 
and I probably have only asked five or six, the answer has always been the same. In the air tonight, Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mike Tyson hitting the drums, the right. whole thing. Yep. Next. Uh, any any pregame rituals for you before you get your award-winning radio career going? You mean as a fan? No, just before you're doing a radio show. Oh, before I'm doing a radio show? You know, before you did the show today, any pregame uh, ritual, you know, pre-show ritual for you? No. I just, you know, just kind of show up and... We'll Let it what, fly. See what happens. Yeah, I, whatever. I mean, you should try throwing up before every show. I used to throw up before every exam in college. Wow, I hated taking the ones exams. that you went to. The ones that I went to after freshman year. Yes. Uh, who you got? Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. And let's get down to business here tonight because Cam's going to be out of this conversation because he's a loser. But it's <laughs> Mega Millions tonight and yes. we're up to $1.25 billion. So what we've done in the past is we've gotten a nice little lottery pool. And it's usually me, Greeny. We got Nuno involved, but Cam like did it once, and then he, he you know he he didn't want to do it again. So I haven't been asked since. But all right, well, do you want to be in? No, he's out. Do you want to be in? Yes, of course. All right, I'm thinking we'll just do, do it small, just one ticket each, so two dollars. Okay, you know that's fine. We'll get Nuno, you, me, you, and we'll get Liam too. Right. So all right. So the, yes, absolutely. The point I'm of it is that. though, well, four of us are going to win. Right. And Cam's getting absolutely nothing. Right. Oh, we make that agreement right now. Yeah. No cut for Kim. Right. None whatsoever. Everyone's Absolutely. witnessing here. By, by the way. Apps listening. I love him. Didn't Greeny already kind of hit the lottery? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's out. I mean, right now he's not a part of this. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, yeah. Yeah. His thing is always like he doesn't play the lottery on his own. But if he's ever asked, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to turn it down. Okay. You know, but yeah, no, I would agree. It's, That's uh, fair. It's a, it's a tough one for him to... Uh, <laughs> America would hate Greeny. If <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. We got one minute here. Uh, today is International Beer Day. Who you got is your favorite beer? Uh, I'm a Corona guy. Uh, absolutely. Give me a slice of lime in there. Sometimes I get lazy. Sometimes I just take the lime juice and pour it right into there. Okay. Uh, but I am 100% a Corona guy. I will also go Blue Moon, as I did the other night uh, when I visited with you guys. Okay, yeah. What about you? You know, I don't really have a specific 130. I'm really just open to anything. I kind of change and go, you know, I, I don't really care. I'll have whatever. No specific one. By the way, I know people are asking, our TV crew is asking, yesterday we had the tacos. Mm. They went back-to-back weeks ground turkey. Pretty crazy, but I'll give them this. It's one of their better options, so I'm okay with it. Next week, 10 seconds, it has to be ground beef. We, I mean, I thought we were going to march on the cafeteria if this had happened again, but apparently not. Monday, another one. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.